First Baptist Church of Athens offers daily devotions for the Lenten journey. These are personal stories given by members and come from their personal life and journey in faith. Real people sharing their joys and sorrows, doubts and convictions, fears, hopes, and gratitude. As you make your personal journey and choices during Lent, we hope their insights will bring you inspiration, encouragement, and discovery. The devotion for today, day 17 of our Lenten journey, is given by Deborah Malyans. Allow for the music to free your mind and open your heart to listen for God. What is my personal pilgrimage? I have known Muslims who have done the pilgrimage to Mecca as required by their faith, and I've always thought of a pilgrimage as the act of going to a religious place, coupled with the rites and rituals required in considering a pilgrimage completed. I can see how making it required can be alluring to people, but putting a pilgrimage on the faith to-do list seems a bit reductive to me. Go to Mecca. Feed the hungry through our daily bread. Check. Send money to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And check. Is that what it means to be a follower of Christ? Is it a checklist of actionable steps to be completed before he returns? Is a pilgrimage just dogma with bragging rights? In the past, I've read about Jesus from the Gospels. I've read about daily life in the world at the time. I've attempted to get into the habit of daily prayer. As I have been writing and rewriting this devotional to get my thoughts focused on what I want to say about this year's pilgrimage in a fashion that helps others on their pilgrimage, I realize that even though I want to avoid talking about my battle with depression, that battle has greatly affected my relationship with God. Before treatment, my prayers were me-centered, Help me stay calm on this test. Help me have the willpower to lose weight. Let me get this job. My prayers kind of stopped as the depression progressed. Each day's drive to or from work, a thought would become really loud in my head. I could drive off the road and end it all here, and no one would miss me. The night I heard God... I had violently smashed all the glasses in my apartment. As I gathered the glass together, I picked up as much of the pile in my hands with the intention of splashing the glass into my face as one would do with water. The prayer was simple. Make the pain stop. 
I heard your insurance won't cover this. What? Put the glass down because your insurance won't cover this. I dropped the glass. When I became aware of the world around me, the ad on the TV was for Lakeview Crisis Center. If you don't get help from us, get help somewhere. I called immediately. After treatment and proper medication, I started to see God differently. He came to me in my desert at my absolute most broken. It was then that I realized that there is no hell. Hell is living without God in your life. I started to become the new creation that the ministers talk about at baptisms. I realized that when I stood up roughly seven years earlier to proclaim Jesus as Lord, I was probably still not ready to live into my confirmation. Here I am, nearly 30 years later, still thanking God for stopping me, still asking how I can contribute to His will being done, realizing that while faith is enough, I want to do my best to continue doing the work that Jesus started. It's not a faith to-do list. It is a joy to live in the gospel. Jesus' good news is God knows you and he loves you anyway. Jesus had to die and be resurrected so we could understand how powerful God's love is. And that unconditional love is how we receive the mercy and grace of God's forgiveness. So my personal pilgrimage is to continue living in Jesus' mission. Please hear my prayer for us. Hello, God. I have some friends listening to my prayer who are also looking to you for guidance. Help us to remember that the love you feel for us is the love you feel for the world. Help us to live in Jesus' revolutionary mission of love, mercy, and forgiveness. Amen. Amen.